You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrofitz, and this is our latest look at the Chicago White Sox. I'm joined by Scott Merkin, and we're going to preview spring training. Merk is soon to be standing on a corner in Glendale, Arizona, watching <laughs> the White Sox go by. Is that how it works, Merk? Uh Let's start with the difference between 2016 White Sox and 2017 White Sox. It's a, it's a pretty loaded topic because obviously there's some some big differences here. Uh, obviously a major overhaul this winter. Yeah, I wonder what that could be. It's it's quite a bit like you said. It's it's a night and day for the White Sox in that you know last year they were still going for it. They had acquired Todd Frazier. They'd acquired Brett Laurie in trades. You know they tried to kind of piece things together as spring training moved along, adding Matt Late. Well, Matt Late was before spring training. Jimmy Rollins at shortstop during spring training. And this year they have gone a different direction and they've kind of picked a decisive path and that they are rebuilding. Gone is one of the best pitchers in baseball and, in my opinion, one of the better teammates, too. And Chris Sale, another you know good person and good two-way defense offensive player in Adam Eaton. And in return is a prospect hall of seven players, including Yoan Mancata, Michael Kopech, Lucas Giolito, Ronaldo Lopez, you know, the list goes on. So they are going in, you know, this is the new direction. This is the decisive direction they're going in. They are a rebuilding team. And it, you know, this could be, if we do this podcast this time next year, it may be the same theme. You know, this could be a, a plan that takes at least two years I would think maybe three to get everything together and get the right pieces in place and um, people seem to be excited about it people seem to be excited especially you know I think the excitement grows with what they got in return for albeit two excellent players who do you think might be the surprise of the spring training camp for the White Sox a guy who maybe cracks the roster unexpectedly or or maybe uh, uh, grows into a a bigger role than expected well you know I, I don't know there are that many surprises because a guy like Moncada you know, they're expecting him to be good. Let's use Moncada and Giolito as examples. They probably don't start the season in the big leagues, but they probably will be there sooner than later. So there aren't a lot of guys, I think, you know, that people don't know. But I, I would say one guy to, I would point to is Matt Davidson, who I've written about a couple times in the offseason. You know, Matt's had a, 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 just a, a tenure full of struggles with the White Sox. And then going into the 2016 season, say that 10 times fast, kind of rebuilt his swing. And had a great spring training, had a rough April, but got things back together, you know, mentally and focused and played great for Charlotte, hit the ball well in both May and June and got a call up to the majors. And then in one game broke his foot and that was that. But I talked to him at SoxFest and he also said that he made some further tweaks on his swing after the injury and feels in a better position to pull baseballs that, you know, he was maybe flying out to left center or flying out to center on. So I really think if there's some way he ends up getting 300, 350, you know, I don't know if he's going to get more than that. If that's in some combination between third and DH, then he could be a 20-home run guy. I think he really is primed to take off as the, the power hitter that they thought they were getting when they got him from uh, Arizona in return for Addison Reed. So Chris Sale is gone. hate to break that news to anybody listening to this who wasn't aware, but Chris Sale is gone to the Red Sox. Who is the star of the White Sox going into 2017, and what is that star situation for the spring training and the season ahead? Well, I think, you know, the star has got to be, uh, I don't know if you would agree or disagree, but it's got to be Jose Abreu. You know, I mean, it's you have other, which is the different thing about this rebuild versus the Cubs in Houston and Milwaukee and Philadelphia and Atlanta is that you have quite a few veteran players on this team still, and Frazier and Laurie and, uh, you know, Quintana is still there as we tape this, and Melky Cabrera. David Robertson in the bullpen. So it's a little different than other rebuilds. But I still think if you pick it the one guy who's kind of the cornerstone of the franchise, and that's Jose Abreu. And, you know, Jose had kind of an odd season last year in that his numbers at the end 
were just as good as his first two great years. You know, he was a rookie of the year his first year and had, you know, just three great years. And it just was kind of inconsistent. You know, he had a month last year. We didn't hit a home run the entire month. So he had some, you know, some personal issues going on in terms of he saw his son in December and then kind of had to leave him behind. And that kind of did leave him behind in Cuba. And then, you know, he was figuring out how to get him here more frequently, which he did. And Jose kind of played that down and said, hey, he just, you know, struggled. He struggled at times and that was it kind of expanded the zone a little bit. But, I, you know, I think they still have two, three more, well, this year and two more years after that. And, you know, the interesting thing will be where will he be when they're ready to contend? Will they be able to contend that last year of his deal? Well, he's now, he's opted into arbitration. So the last year of arbitration that they have with him, will they try and extend him longer or will he be part of the, you know, the trades that they go through? I mean, he, he still looks good. You know, he's, he's a decent first baseman. He's an excellent hitter. He's, you know, a guy who not only is just a power hitter, but hits for average. So he's the guy you kind of focus on right now, basically because, you know, he's that good, and other guys are just kind of too young to, to assume that mantle quite yet. Obviously, there will be a lot of new bodies, uh, new faces in that White Sox clubhouse this spring. How do you describe just the vision for this spring training and, and for this season, the, the, the goal of, of Rick Hahn and, and, and Kenny Williams and, and the White Sox in general? Well, you know, I don't know if you – I think the best thing you can say about – the vision is it's so early on in this process is that they're just looking for high end prospects. Now it's skewed towards pitching. I think what it's uh, five of the seven guys in the sale and eating trades they acquired were pitchers with uh Basabe, an outfielder and Moncada right now an infielder. So I, but I don't think it's designed that they're trying to get, you know, 20 pitchers and three position players in this deal. I, I think it never hurts to have too much pitching, obviously. And you can end up moving some of these guys, as Rick Hahn mentioned at Sockfest. You know, some of these guys will be part of further packages as they move on in the in the rebuild and, you know, develop the team even more towards contention. So I think it's just they're looking for kind of high-end prospects, kind of versatile guys. They have guys who look like they could, you know, start and relieve, and, and some of the, you know, a guy like Lopez could ha- probably help the team out either way. You know, and, and that's adding on to the mix they already have from their recent international signings and an excellent 2016 amateur draft class. But yeah, I would think, yeah, there, there's not a, a clear, like, we're going for pitching, we're going for vision players. I think they're going for the best talent. And in the process, they've acquired some, you know, some versatile guys who can help them in a number of different ways. Obviously, the, uh, you know, contention effort for 2017 is, is less than earnest. I think we'll put it that way. Uh, right. White Sox not expecting to, to be uh, contenders uh, in the AL Central this season, but what does the perfect season look like in 2017? Well, I think the perfect season has been kind of uh, illuminated by Rick Renteria, you know, the new manager, and Rick Hahn, the general manager, and that, you know, doing things the right way. Now, that's, of course, not to say that, you know, under the last five years, Robin Ventura or the years before that with Ozzy, Ozzy Guillen, they didn't do it the right way. But I think with younger players, it's even more important. You know, with the predominance of younger players who are going to be dotted throughout that lineup, just playing hard, you know, trying to avoid mistakes and development that's the biggest thing now they want to win you know they're not their goal does not seem to be to lose you know 100 games and the quote-unquote tank process as part of the rebuild well, they want to play the best they can but I think it's more about development so if you know Moncada comes up in June and uh, Zach Birdie who's maybe the closer of the future for the White Sox comes up in May you know you don't necessarily have to see a 1.50 ERA from Birdie or a 330 average from Moncada but you want to see these guys getting better as the years go on, as the year goes on, and, and years go on, obviously, too, but this year in particular. So, again, like you said, I don't think there's even, probably even with the team they have right now, which is, you know, pre, still pretty veteran-laden, 
I don't think there's a huge thought about them even like sneaking in as a second wild card right now. As Rick Hahn pointed out, you know, they were an under 500 team with Sale and Eaton. So take those two guys away and you're going to drop even more. But I think it's just all about development, doing things right, and just, you know, continuing that step down the path to rebuild, which they hope will lead to years of sustained contention. Well, like you said, they don't want to totally tank here in the new year. So who are the straws that stir the drink? I mean, who are the core players who are, are going to dictate, you know, how successful this season is uh, in the one-loss column? Well, it, it's, it's kind of hard to say because, you know, as I say that about, you know, that they, they have a veteran core, I guess I'm kind of overlooking the obvious that a lot of these guys could be gone by August 1st. You know, I mean, David Robertson is, is a, a solid closer, a guy who could work as a closer and probably a, a strong setup guy for, for a contending team. You know, he's on, he could be a mar, uh, chip on the market. Todd Frazier, great clubhouse guy, good power hitter, very solid defensively. I know the metrics didn't maybe always agree with that last year, but I thought just watching him had a very good year defensively. Melky Cabrera, even Jose Abreu, and then, of course, Jose Quintana, who's, uh, you know, one of the better pitchers in the American League, one of the more consistent pitchers. So those are all guys who kind of stir the stir the drink, as you said, but also guys who could be moved in the process, too. You know, I think the biggest thing when you're doing this rebuild and when you're amassing a process, a critical mass, as Rick Hahn called it, is you need a, a large group to pick from. You know, I mean, Jerry Reinsdorf said this to another media outlet back at Sox, or I'm sorry, back in the winter meetings, that, you know, if you get 12, 14 guys, maybe two or three really pan out. So it's not like you can just get like five or six and say, well, there they are. They got to all work. You got to keep moving in that direction. So it'll be interesting to see who draws interest and so forth, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, I think Jose Abreu is a guy who probably is going to be here for the 2017 campaign. He's kind of a – he's a guy that that's a leader. You know, they, they have a lot of good young the, – the, the young players seem to fit well together just from the little I've seen of them. So the veterans will help at the beginning. It's just a question of how long, you know, each one stays and if some – do some make it through the entire 2017 season. Last thing, Mark, uh, what would be just the, the key points of interest for, for spring training specifically uh, for this club? What are, what are some of the key uh, points of interest as they arrive at camp? Well, I think you're going to see some guys. Well, I think, you know, one of the biggest points of interest is does Jose, is Jose Quintana your opening day starter? If he is on the team, he is the opening day starter. There's no question about that. But does he somehow get traded before they arrive in Arizona or before they break camp, go to Milwaukee for the exhibition games, and then come home to start the season? And, you know, if he doesn't, how does he handle kind of the, you know, the one eye on the trade market and the one eye on pitching for the White Sox? How does Carlos Rodon, you know, take that next step? He, he's each of his first two years in the majors. The first year was kind of a partial year. I think he had 25 games, 23 starts, something along those lines. And then a full year as a starter last year, he finished very strong. But now he's, you know, and he's still so young. But now he's trying to carry it on to the next level. Carson Fulmer, you know, had kind of a rough debut, albeit rushed a little bit in a situation in relief that he's not used to. How does he bounce back? And just, you know, looking at some of these younger guys, it's all going to be about the younger guys, and a lot of them are going to be in camp. You know, Zach Collins, Kopech, uh, Birdie, uh, I'm, I'm missing guys, Mon- Moncada, of course, Giolito, you know, Lopez. All these guys, fans will get a look at. And how about another guy, you know, who I, I could mention is kind of a quiet leader, too, and Tim Anderson, who's only in his second year, really his first full year, but, you know, had a, a great rookie season. And how does he, you know, develop in the in the next level there? So, Again, just like I said about the vision, you know, about the perfect season, about development, that's what people are going to be looking at kind of in spring training. And how do these guys look, albeit in a small sample size, you know, to take to the next step? All right. There you have it. The latest from Scott Merkin. We'll continue to check in with him throughout spring training camp in Glendale, Arizona. 
want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extra, Chicago White Sox edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.